Hola, mi gente. I am so excited to be here with you all today. I am going to be doing a solo podcast today. So just bear with me because this is something completely new. I have recorded this episode, I don't know how many times by now, but I'm trying my best, okay? <laughs> because new information keeps on coming up of what I want to discuss with you. So um, just go ahead and hang on. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week. Um, I'm putting out content every two weeks on the podcast just because right now the lifestyle that I'm having, that is what it allows me to do. Um, or that's like the timeline that I feel comfortable with right now. It's not too overwhelming for me. Um, I want to say thank you so much to everyone that went ahead and listened to Tamoy's interview, Beyond the Art. If you haven't checked that out, please go and check it out. Such a good interview. If you need a definition or a role model to resilience, Tamoy is your go-to because she's not only very talented, but God, she has so much to offer our culture and our community as Latinos. So definitely a jewel in the Latino community. In my humble opinion, of course. Um, and then secondly, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone that has given so much support to the... So it shows up as the newest episode on Spotify, on Apple Music. However, it the interview was actually from last year. And that is I Am Breaking Generational Curses with Viani Harelli. You guys... She is another jewel in the Latino community. Como mexicana, me siento muy orgullosa de haber tenido a Viani en, nuestra, en mi plataforma, aquí en Embracing My Markings. And recently, she popped up again on my feed on um, TikTok. Because, you know, when you've been following somebody for so long, for, for some reason, like, the feed kind of just stops. And I follow so much, so many people that... It's kind of hard to keep up with everyone. But um, yeah, so Viani popped up again. And wow, you guys, she has grown so much in the one year um, span that I haven't talked to her, haven't communicated with her. Um, I'm super, super proud como Latina. Like, let's just give her a round of applause. Oh, sorry. That was a, two applauses. Um, so she recently partnered up with the brand JZD. And I hope I am pronouncing that right. Um, JCD and Target. And they did like a message of like declaration of women empowerment, I believe. Um, but the Target film is called Palabras Fronterizas Que Abrazan. And I'm going to leave you guys down below in the description, the link to that video so you guys can see it. Viani es hermosa, hermosa mujer. Um, her voice, just everything. And now Viani even has her own podcast. So um, go check out Nostalgias Fronterizas. I'm also going to leave the, the link down below. And you can hire her as a writer, a ghostwriter, copywriter. Um, I forgot. She offers several services. She's very talented. Her poems, as you guys can tell in that last episode, um, if you guys heard it, if you haven't, go and check it out. Uh, Breaking Generational Curses. 
at the beginning, like, she leaves me, like, <laughs> estoy con la garganta en un nudo, because I just, her voice, her poesy is just amazing, so big ups to my girl Viani. So next thing I want to share with you guys is something that has been heavy on my mind. And to be honest, I'm kind of scared to share like my thoughts and opinions. But I found somebody that can like say what I need to say exactly how I want to say it because she's a pro at saying these things and it's somebody that I look up to and somebody that I have talked about before um, on embracing my markings, she's actually the one that inspired me to start my own podcast. I don't do the same type of content that she does, um, but I admire her as a woman, as an entrepreneur. She is making money moves out here, and I have been following her for a while, and I just love her. I'm going to go ahead and, and put the video up for you guys that I want you to see. And then I'll come back and give you guys my thoughts and my comments. And hopefully we can discuss this. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys do not know, you can leave me comments or voice messages or emails by just visiting um, Spotify. I, I believe in Spotify and in Apple, there's like a little link where you can leave like voice messages and stuff. Um, and that's through Anchor. But you don't need to have Anchor. Um and if not, then you guys can just go to embracingmymarkings.com and, you know, my information's on there for you guys to reach out to me. So give me just a second. Everything has been trending all day on Twitter. Um, you guys see everything from uh, Adidas Terminates Partnership, Yeezy Slides. Um, earlier, the air foams were trending. A lot of people are saying now that now that Adidas cut their partnership with him, these um, all of his products, his shoes are going to, you know, be triple times the money now, like, you know, in the resale market. So it, it is a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, lots of conversations being had. Kim Kardashian came out yesterday and she finally spoke on this situation. Uh, she's definitely distancing herself. Um, which makes sense. Let me go ahead and read to you guys what Kimberly had to say. So, Kim Kardashian, former wife of Kanye West, joined other members of her famous family in condemning West's hateful anti-Semitic comments, which have drawn growing criticism across Hollywood. Hate speech is never okay or excusable. Kim posted on her social media channel on Monday, I stand together with the Jewish community and call out the terrible violence and hateful rhetoric towards them to come to an immediate end. The latest move, the latest move comes as more have been calling for companies to sever ties with West. Um, Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel, Jersh Bob Gersh, and UTA's Jeremy Zimmer are amongst are amongst the most recent to speak out while MCR today said it was scrapping its completed documentary titled Ye, um, excuse me, titled Yay amongst the controversy. So this was the other day when she was saying this. Now, even his marketing company, a lot of people have definitely just backed up off of him. Um, it was announced today that Gap also backed up off of him on top of Adidas. 
he's literally the first person I've seen literally go from billionaire status to thousandaire in less than like 48 hours. It is insane. Um, let me read to you guys what Adidas had to say. So Adidas has cut ties with Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, after facing pressure to end its partnership with the rapper in the wake of his anti-Semitic comments. Adidas goes, Adidas does not tolerate anti-Semitic or any sort of hate speech, the company said in a statement on Tuesday. Ye's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous, and they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect, and fairness. The German athletic brand said that this decision to terminate its partnership with Ye is immediately um, came after a thorough review. Um, then they also go on to say, the short-term negative impact of up to 250 million euros, about 246 million USD on the company's net income in 2022. So they are willing to lose a lot of money, you know, behind this um, because for them, it's just, it's not worth it at this point to allow Kanye West to just say what he wants to say. Now, one of the things when we talked about this uh, a few days ago on Spotify Live, one of the things that I said is that I definitely felt at that point there was going to be serious consequences behind this. You know, one behind Nori running to go private, the video, but the fact that he was on a roll, he was very unapologetic. And then they started saying that in L.A., that they were, I guess, Nazi skinhead people were posting really anti-Semitic things, offer like overpasses. People are saying around the country they're seeing an uptick in like, I guess, Nazism and, you know, like white skinhead people, um, you know, saying really anti-Semitic things. And they're saying that that is because of Kanye West and his influence. Now, I guess for me, I'm trying to figure out, and maybe this is just not me not being educated and I need to educate myself more. I had assumed when he was talking about like, you know, the powers that be or like the Zionist powers and stuff, I guess for most of us, or maybe I'm by myself, I just assumed he was talking more or less about like the Illuminati and people who like run the world. Does that like, is what he's saying about that, does that constitute every Jewish person. I guess that's where my confusion lies with the media because from what he was saying on Drink Chance before they privated the video, it seems like he was talking about people like super, super high up. But from what the media is saying, okay, so Rachel said he was, um, but from what the media is saying, they're saying that those words are affecting, I guess, the entire Jewish community which I had no idea, you know, I'm not Jewish. I don't know a lot of Jewish people. So like I said, forgive me if I sound ignorant, I'm still learning. But that's how I took a lot of the things that he was saying, that he was talking about like people way up here and, I, and not necessarily people who are just, you know, everyday citizens going to the synagogue, you know, living their life in like Brooklyn. I know they have like huge Jewish communities in Brooklyn. I had assumed that he wasn't really talking about them, but people really, really high up. But from what the media is saying, it seems like 
they're saying that his what he was saying on Drink Champs and in all these interviews are affecting the entire Jewish community. So, like I said, child, it's a lot to unpack, honey. So let me go ahead and play y'all this news clip. I was watching this earlier to try and get some more information and figure out, you know, like what is really going on with this situation where everybody is cutting ties and they're saying that the things that he said is not affecting the entire Jewish community. So let me go ahead and play this. Give me just a second. Was one of the few not to cut ties with Kanye West following a series of anti-Semitic remarks, among other things. This morning, the company finally decided enough was enough. NBC Stephanie Goss cast the latest. Breaking news this morning, Adidas confirming it is ending its lucrative partnership with Kanye West, now known as Ye. The company saying in a statement, Ye's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous. They violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect, and fairness. The rap star made a series of anti-Semitic comments. The brand has been under fire for its association with West. West doubling down on his anti-Semitic messages overnight. It's genocide and population control that Black people are in today in America that is promoted by the music and the media that Black people make that... Jewish record labels get paid off. This past weekend, a group of neo-Nazi demonstrators hung a banner from an overpass in L.A. showing their support for West's comments. His ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, tweeting, I stand together with the Jewish community and call on the terrible violence and hateful rhetoric towards them to come to an immediate end. The company has not released specific sales numbers from its Yeezy line, but industry analysts estimate it brings in up to $2 billion a year around 10% of Adidas's total sales. Amid all the controversy, the company released its latest Yeezy Boost sneaker over the weekend. In these types of licensing deals, uh, product could be in the pipeline over 18 months in advance. Kanye's partnerships with legendary fashion house Balenciaga and The Gap both ending in recent weeks. On Monday, the talent agency CAA said it dropped West as a client, and a production company is shelving a new documentary about him. But the musician and designer refusing to back down, even taunting Adidas in a recent podcast. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Now what? Yeah, now what? NBC's yeah. Stephanie Goss with that report. Joining us now, founding partner at the media venture, Puck, Matthew Bellany. He's an entertainment lawyer and former editor. Okay, let me come back on this screen. We'll watch more of this because it's it's kind of long. Um, but like I said, I had that's what I had took away from the Drink Champs interview is that for me, my interpretation, right? I'm allowed to interpret things how I see them. You guys don't have to agree. But my interpretation is that he's talking about people higher up who gatekeep. And we do know that like people like Lee or Cohen they gatekeep like the music industry. He happens to be Jewish. I don't think there's anything bad about saying that. And he even went on The Breakfast Club and I remember he did an interview there and Kanye, not Kanye, excuse me, Charlemagne the God was asking him, you know, why do y'all sign certain acts? Why do y'all sign acts that perpetuate, you know, drug use and, and killing in the black community? And, you know, he, basically long story short, he said, well, 
I, I got kids. I got to, you know, we got to eat. I got to make money somehow, you know? So, and I thought that was a very, very interesting interview. So I had assumed he was talking about more or less people like that who run these fashion houses and things. But from what they're saying, his words are now trickling down and it's affecting, you know, that community. And um, Reverend Al Sharpton is going to come on and speak about this as well. So I want you guys to watch this. We're going to go through this whole video. For The Hollywood Reporter, also with us, Democratic State Senator Scott Weiner of California and host of MSNBC's Politics Nation and president of the National Action Network, Reverend Al Sharpton. So, Matthew, let's start with you. Uh, the fallout began uh, earlier this week. Ari Emanuel wrote an op-ed telling people they needed to distance themselves from Kanye West. Others followed uh, some a bit more slowly. Certainly, Adidas took their time. But uh, right now, it, it appears that Kanye is uh, getting it from all sides. It, it appears uh, to be uh, just uh, almost a unified front against him. Absolutely. It's going to be very difficult for him to tour. Live Nation has said they are not going to work with him. Um, his agents at CAA said they will not you know, work with him on any tour upcoming. Um, his music is still available on the major platforms, and that's a whole separate issue. It's a very slippery slope when you go down that road. But most of the financial partners now have abandoned him. Pay close attention to that, to what this man is saying. Most of his financial partners have abandoned him. And he's even saying his music is still available, though. That, to me, almost sounds kind of like a hint, hint, Apple, Spotify, and whoever else, you know, plays his music on their platform, YouTube, hint, hint, his music is still available. He's still making money off of said music, but all the other financial partners have abandoned him. So it's almost like, the music industry, what y'all going to do? Let me keep playing. Senator Weiner, uh, we saw a part of the problem with Kanye West's comments is amplifying them, which is that it gives license to others to sort of come out from the, the shadows, like the people who are hanging the signs in your state. Um, what do you make of Adidas's move here and how dangerous do you believe it is to have someone as prominent as Kanye West saying these things? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad that Adidas did this. I know it was a, it was a big step. They're going to take a big hit to their bottom line, but Adidas did the right thing. Uh, and what Kanye did, it's important to acknowledge how harmful and deeply dangerous it is. Yes, it's anti-Semitic, but it's not just anti-Semitic. He literally said he was going to start killing Jews. Uh, and, and now these people, you know, hurl this banner over... Uh, the freeway in LA, uh, saying that, uh, quote, I agree with Kanye on the Jews. Uh, and historically, we know that rhetoric, hateful rhetoric against the Jews, uh, conspiracy theories about Jews. He said that Jews control the media, um, control Hollywood, very anti-Semitic tropes. Historically, for centuries and centuries, uh, those kinds of conspiracy theories about Jews that we control the world, that we're ruining things for people, are followed by people killing us. Uh, and so uh, Kanye needs to be ostracized. It's completely despicable and hateful what he's doing. 
So Rev, obviously Adidas took some extra time making this step because it is a massive business decision for them to cut ties with Kanye West. But as Joe pointed out, they're the last of many companies to walk away from him. This guy who has made a lot of people a lot of money over the years. I mean, Kanye is a great artist, but it is now clear that it's intentional. When he, you just played a, a soundbite. When he says, I say something anti-Semitic and they can't drop me. So we're not even arguing about whether it is intentional now. Some of us, 25 years ago, Mrs. King sat me down and said, whether you mean it or not, you're saying things that are harmful and that could be interpreted wrong. You need to clean it up. Joe Scarborough and I had honest talks about that. This is not saying I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the inference. This is somebody owning this. So if he's going to own that he's anti-Semitic, how can Adidas use him or anybody else to advertise what they're saying? He's saying that George Floyd didn't die of the knee, that it was drugs. So, I mean, how many times is he going to cross the line and now even uh, having banners raised saying, praising him as being anti-Semitic and you're going to have him advertise your product? That is not the bottom line decision should be that. Do you have a moral compass? Every company ought to ask. Yeah, you know, Matt, it's interesting. There's an article in the New York Times this morning talking about how the Me Too movement is on, uh, many people fear, is on its back hills right now. Certainly we have seen cancel culture sort of take more of a backseat over the past six months or so. Uh, people who've been canceled in the past now moving uh, back into the mainstream. And also, I think Hollywood being a little less reluctant uh, to cancel somebody's career uh, overnight. That said... This really isn't a close call, is it? This is not a close call. This guy has overstepped every boundary. Thank you. This, you don't put this in the cancel culture, do you? This is just out-and-out anti-Semitism. Absolutely. This is not a hard one, especially when someone like Ari Emanuel, who's a very prominent leader within the entertainment industry, comes out and writes an op-ed on the issue. This is not a tough one. Every company around Hollywood was evaluating over the past week or so if they had any business with Kanye. The only qualifier here is that the companies that have old works that don't currently work with him, but for instance, Netflix has a documentary on the service about Kanye that was produced in collaboration with him. They have not said they're taking that down. They're actually saying they're keeping that up because it's old. It's not something they're currently involved with. Same with the music companies, you know, Apple and... So what do we think? What do we think? Oh, my God. So it was kind of long, but Lovely T has some valid points. All I want to say from this is I 100% agree that when somebody does something, I think we can all agree we live in the United States of America, right? And something that we brag about is being the home of the free, having freedom of speech, being able to speak our minds. Now, speaking your mind and having an opinion doesn't mean that you are automatically um, not allowed to have consequences. Of course, you should have some consequences. However, I feel personally like the choice is being taken care taken away from me of having an opinion like what happened to let's agree to disagree and i'm not saying that i agree with his comments i'm not saying i disagree i'm just saying why can't we all just respectfully have conversations and talk about 
what we feel without having such backlash. Because if this can happen to yay, like lovely team mentions, what makes me know that it's not going to happen to me? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like that choice is being taken away from us to disagree. Um, and I was a little bit confused as well, like as she said in the video, where I thought he was talking about the Jewish that run the world. Because if you guys didn't know, Jewish people do run the world. They're the ones that own the banks. They're the ones, you know, when we talk about Illuminati and all those um, things, it's Jewish people, right? Or, or Jewish leaders. Sorry, shouldn't say Jewish people. Jewish leaders. So my thing is, when is it okay to be like, you know what? I don't agree with that. And I I do have to say, Ye is kind of crazy in the sense, not crazy like he deserves to be in a mental hospital, but I feel like he's kind of crazy in the sense of how he talks. How I struggle to talk to you guys, I feel that's how he struggles to talk to us. And it's really sad because... I feel like if he was able to articulate his words a little bit better, we would be able to understand it better. But I feel like he's just unlashing like years of things building up inside of him. But at what point do we say, I, I don't have that choice to choose for myself. Like you choose for me. Um, let me show you guys one more clip. And then I'll be right back. Google Drive is now removing any copies of the Kanye West interview. If this isn't scary to you, I don't know what is. I don't know if that's a real video, you guys, but it scares me. I used to have a, a old lady co-worker. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know if she's still alive. She used to be so sweet. Um, and she used to be like, ooh, scared of you. <laughs> Siempre me decía, ooh, scared of you. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared for what the future has to hold for us as individuals. And are we going to be able to like still continue to have freedom of speech? Would you consider this freedom of speech? Like, I would love to know other people's thoughts. I 100% agree with everything that Lovely T says on her on her um youtube live and if you guys don't follow her oh my god you guys need to go follow her she has so much good content and she kind of keeps you up with what's going on in the world she told us about covid before covid even happened because she has listeners all over the world um YouTube has been censoring her for years. She should be beyond a million subscribers by now. And for some reason, they've kept her where she's at for a really long time. And they unsubscribe people. And they're always like cutting off her live streams and stuff because she speaks a lot of facts and she holds people accountable. That's uh, I love that about her because she always comes through with the receipts. So my whole thing, what I'm scared of is are we losing our freedom of speech is everybody going to be censored especially 
if you guys continue to watch her live on her platform on her, on her YouTube or listen to it on on Spotify, Apple, wherever you can find podcasts, you guys will also know that she later on speaks about and she kind of makes a connection about the whole thing with PayPal. If you guys didn't know, PayPal two weeks ago released um, new terms of conditions and basically said if we believe if we believe that you are spreading misinformation if we don't like what you're saying however it is any money that you have on paypal like we're gonna keep it and we're gonna give you a penalty of two thousand five hundred dollars so i think this is way bigger than yay this is way bigger than you know what's going on and i feel like this is why it's important for us to be always aware and listen to like the full story a lot of people didn't get to see the three-hour interview with yay where he went more in depth of what he meant in depth in depth i i have a thing with that word because my brother-in-law makes fun of me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because he says I say it really wrong and it sounds like I'm saying death instead of depth. So anyways, um, so yeah, you guys, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, what do you think? Do you follow lovely tea? Do you agree? Is that choice being taken away from us? Um, how far is too far? That's all I'm saying. And the the video with um, Google, I don't know if it's real or not. I have no idea. But if it is, I feel like Google could be spending their time a little bit more better. Um, taking away traffic, human trafficking off the web. Child pornography off the web. Um, there's so many other things. And actual hateful pages out there and things but they don't have time to take away that stuff. But they have time away to take away Kanye stuff? I don't know. It's a little weird for me. So, yes. Um, and before I let you guys go, I this is another topic that I've had in mind and that has been kind of weighing heavy on me. Support your friends the same way that you do for the celebrity that don't even know you. If your friend's starting a business, go cop something from their clothing line. If they do a beauty, go get your nails and your hair done from them. I know that everybody got bills to pay for, but if you really my friend, don't tell me you ain't got it right now because support don't always come in the form of money. If that friend dropping music, post it to your story. Retweet their business. There's tons of support you can do for free, but don't wait till they make it to finally say, hey, bro, I knew you was going to make it. If you knew I was going to make it, man, support me right now because you may be all that I got. Real friends don't count favors. Coincidentally, I was able to see um, Vianney's progress, as I mentioned um, at the beginning of this episode. I'm so sorry, my mic. Hold on. There we go. Um, As I mentioned, I saw Vianney's um, TikTok and I saw how far she's come. And I'm like, I feel like i'm part of her journey i feel like even though i don't know her personally i've never met her in real life um it's it's so sweet for me to see her grow it's so sweet like if one of us makes it we all make it and so i thought about how many times i've had certain individuals on my platform that i admire that i look up to And I don't get that same love back. And it's kind of hard because I'm like, well, am I not good enough? Is my platform not good enough to get like that 
cheering like I do for your platform. Sometimes creators, and I'm, I'm talking about this like in the most honest way, you guys. Sometimes as I create and I make videos and I make content, I make it with corazón y con propósito. With purpose and with heart. However, all I hear is... Nothing back. And it breaks my heart. It truly breaks my heart because I'm like, am I... I don't know. I don't know. Am I tripping? <laughs> because it's... I don't know. I, I don't know how to say it, but... I want to say, you know, every time that I have somebody on my platform is somebody that I 100% um, look up to. I have worked with a few individuals that I have not clicked with, and that was very uncomfortable, and I just, mm, it just wasn't good. And I just realized that I need to stick to what I love, and I love supporting other people I love um seeing other people grow just because you know somebody else is growing doesn't mean that there's less room for me to grow and I don't always have to you know I love supporting small businesses and sometimes I don't have the money to be able to buy something off of a small business however I will like I will comment I will share I will repost their content because every time that you're engaging with people's content by a like by a share by a repost by um say say by leaving a comment you guys are letting the robots know that that that's something to be acknowledged i don't know if that makes any sense but you're kind of boosting what it is that's why sometimes i don't know if you've ever seen like videos or uh, especially on TikTok, they'll be like, oh, um, commenting for for boosting or whatever. Comment for boost or something like that. Um, because the more that you interact with somebody's account, the more that they'll be able to grow. That's 100% free. Oh, my God. Like on YouTube, I cannot get a, a, a subscribed to save my life. I cannot get one subscribe. It's been so hard to grow on YouTube. And I mean, I love the platform, but it's really, really hard to grow. Um, doesn't it, it doesn't help when, you know, if you guys haven't noticed, I just tried to create a third page of embracing my markings because Instagram keeps banning embracing my markings from Instagram. I don't know if somebody's reporting me. I don't know what content or community guidelines I've been not doing. Um, the first account, they asked me to verify who I was. I did, never heard back. The second account was completely banned because I violated community guidelines. I don't know what community guidelines I violated, um, especially because I'm not naked on the platform. I... <laughs> I don't, I try not to even use offensive words. And if I do, I try to beep them out. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, so all I want to remind you is that if you know of someone that's starting off with 
you know, either a new business, a new job, um, they go back to school, whatever it is, root for them, root for them, because you would be surprised that all they hear is. And as individuals, I feel like we all need to have some type of um, validation that we're doing okay. Some of us have that language, lang- love language, hello, love language that we just need to have that reaffirmment from other people, from outside sur- sur- sources. Ay, 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 no puedo hablar. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I wanted to do that. And then lastly, I want to leave you guys with a question for you guys to think about, okay? Now, I want you to really think about this. Don't answer right away. Like, think about what I'm asking, okay? The question of this week is going to be, are you living to make others happy? Hold on. Don't don't respond right away, okay? Because I know some of you are going to be like, heck no. Yo hago lo que me da la gana. That's me, right? But really process it, meditate, and think about it. If social media didn't exist, would you be visiting the restaurants that you visit? Would you be keeping up with appearances? Would you be making the purchases that you make? Would you be taking trips like the ones you take? Think about it and let me know. Also, let me know what you think um, about the whole censorship. Um, I, I... I would just love to hear your guys' thoughts about it. Let me know what you guys think about Viani's um, video with Target. I can't wait to hear your guys' feedback. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye. I want to hear your story or I want to support your small business. To do so, please go ahead and visit embracingmymarkings.com. Thank you for tuning in. Hola mi gente, I am Maribel Kings y estoy de regreso. Estoy super feliz. Join me as Embracing My Markings comes back to bring you new stories, not only focus on individuals luchones that embrace their story, like the ones that we have heard in previous episodes, but now I want to include current events impacting us in our communities. Also, I want to highlight local and people of color owned businesses. And even though I look forward to having guests, you guys are always welcome. I will do some short solo episodes here and there. So please share your story with me um, or you can always email me as well. A small business that you would like for me to check out. And you can do all that at embracingmymarkings.com.